Hi, loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. Super excited for today. I have an amazing woman in my home today. We've been chatting about her coming on, and I just love what she's doing in the mama community. We connected through one of my mom tribes, Hey Mama, and I just love what she's doing for you know women and especially mamas that are coming into motherhood because there is so much chaos and so much you know ups and downs that you don't realize that you will step into that I you know definitely experienced obviously with Amelia that most of you know. So I. I decided to have on Dr. Jane Chomoff, who is the creator of Bloom, and she is all about helping you into that next phase of postpartum. And the biggest part of her whole way of working is about prevention. Dr. Jane Chomoff, welcome to my show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so happy you're here in person. We've been chatting offline, of course, like hanging out and you know, discussing everything, but you know, I feel like, you know, we were saying this offline, like so many things aren't discussed mm-hmm. when you're pregnant. It's like, it's like the baby's discussed. And of course, like, what are the plans for this? And what are the plans for that? But you don't necessarily plan for like, what am I going to feel like? And and what is this going to do to my mind? And what is this going to do to my family? And how is this going to change my husband? And all these things mm-hmm. that you really just don't plan. And so I wanted to have you on today because I love what you're doing, you know, for women, especially, you know, mothers to be, and, you know, even, you know, multiple mamas and all that, that you know I think a lot of people don't necessarily really touch on this and I think you do an amazing job with bloom so I wanted you to kind of tell us a little bit about you because you are also a mama of three two girls and a boy (laughs) Um, and so you know you definitely have like your plate full and you know also run this business and many other things I want you to kind of just introduce yourself a little bit to us and then I want you to walk us through how you would kind of sit down with me if I was to have you, you know, hey, come help me via now into postpartum. Yeah, perfect. Um, so first of all, yeah, like you said, I'm Jane Tomoff. I have three kids and I noticed like the reason why I even founded Bloom was because I noticed like when I was having my kids, like every time I would have the kid, I'd be like, okay, I did it. I like, right. did I, it I, happened. I, I had the kid. And then like you take the kid home. You know what I mean? Like right. it's right. it's like duh, you take the kid home, but you right. you don't But that doesn't cute that. for some reason, right? <laughs> I remember because, like when we were in the hospital, like because you know I had unexpected C section a crazy birth, and it was like after seven days, after having help in the hospital, we both like didn't want to leave the hospital and we both like were looking at each other yeah. like, oh, we have to leave? Oh, can we get an extended checkout? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I swear. Yeah. I literally told the nurses, I was like, are you guys sure you want me to like take this kid home? <laughs> and like about me, like I had never changed a diaper before. Oh, wow. I, never. Okay. I had never like honestly been left alone with a newborn. I'd never babysat. Like nobody even thought to ask me to babysit. <laughs> I, not that I would even offer. I was like one of those people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I still am. I like have my kids, but. Right. I love um, it. No, yeah. that's great. And, and so, and I remember talking to my mom, I'm like, mom, what am I going to do? And she, and instead of like my mom being like, oh, like, you know, don't worry. She's very <sighs> honest. And I remember my mom, I had asked her like, mom, what am I going to do? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. And I was like, oh my God, my mom doesn't even think I could, like, what am I going to do? Right. Um, and well, I think all of us, whether yeah. you babysat or you love children or you're not sure you, you know, wanted children, like, I wasn't sure I wanted to be a mom. Right. You know, I kept kind of putting it off. Like, yeah. I'll check that box later in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to kind of keep going my career. Mm-hmm. And like, this is fine. So let me keep that trade moving. I know how to handle that trade, you right. know? And I think, like, all of us are scared to yeah. go into the unknown. Mm-hmm. And regardless of you, if you babysat or you love children or 
or whatever your circumstance may be, when they're yours, like you said, and when you're taking them home into your home Mm -hmm. and you are now responsible to take care of this little new life, you're freaking sh- like scared it's shitless. Yeah, Justin and I like ever yeah, life. Justin and I like literally turned to each other. I remember like around two three weeks like have having Amelia and like turned over each other in bed and looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck did we do? Seriously? Yeah, you have such a like what the fuck moment. And <laughs> we all have that moment. Right. We all have that moment. Right. And one of the things that you said initially when you were talking was that like. During the pregnancy. So during the pregnancy, we do all the things, right? Right, We take, like... The baby moon. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We do the vacations. We do the, like, prenatal yoga. Yes, yes. Like, my husband used to joke that he was, like, my doula. (laughs) I love it. You know what I mean? He would, like, come with me to these classes. And you prepare for this, like, birth as if it's, like, the end of, like, this journey. Totally. And you buy the baby clothes and you maybe create the space, the room. The baby shower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you bring home the baby and like, it's nothing like what you expected. Nobody oh, no. tells you. No, not at all. <laughs> That's why we get into these really negative places in our minds that it's like we plant the seed and we let the seed sprout and become mm. this like really awful tree that's like we can't get out from under. Oh, I love that metaphor. And oftentimes women only ask for help when they're there. Oh, of course. Well, because the thing is, like, right? Like, you don't want to ask for help before, right? You just rather drown first or try to swim and then realize you're drowning and then go, oh, fuck, I need help. Yeah. Or at least that's the way usually yeah. I usually do things. And, like, I'm, and I'm, like, learning, like, every day, even, like, just being with, like, you know, being pregnant with my second and having Amelia, like, I'm starting to now interview, like, nannies and part-time help and all kinds of people left and right to find people to start building my Rolodex yeah. now mm-hmm. so I don't wait till I go, oh, shit, when I have right. her. And I and I realize that because I feel like the universe has been sending me like ki- all kinds of signs, even today included. Like we were supposed to be at the same wellness event mm-hmm. this morning, and my help canceled. And I'm like, oh, this is like the second, third time in a row now that I've had these things happen and shake up for work. And it's like, okay, this is the universe telling me like start planning now. Start like you said, start exactly. like getting things together. Don't wait to actually drown right. to then try to get yourself out. Yeah, because. We, we, we like to prepare for things in life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially women. Like, we like to know, like, what's about to go down. Oh, yeah. 100%. And we, we, we would love a playbook. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of, like, why I created this company. Because we sit down, like, where you are, you know, like. In my pregnancy. In your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Toward the end of the pregnancy. And we sit down and we create a plan. So for, so for, for, you know, mamas listening or, you know, mamas to be you like for for ideally for your clients, you start around the kind of five, six month mark, like when we're kind of into the pregnancy. Actually, I, I actually like to start more toward like eighth, ninth month. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. So way closer and like third trimester. Yeah. Right, right, right. This is, this is happening. Like it's like, there's, there's no, it's no like bullshit. Like it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. Baby is coming. Yes. (laughs) And we need to plan, plan, plan now, now, yes, now. Yes, yes, Um, And so we sit down and we basically talk about, like, we get real. Okay. Because another thing that I always like to say is when you go to the doctor and, like, let's say you're prescribed something, mm-hmm. a vitamin, a medication. Right. Like, these are the potential side effects. True. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you go and there's home, a long list. A long, a long list <laughs> that has some scary things. Yeah, right. There. Laundry list is just, okay, yeah. got it. Noted. Um, and let's say one of them was like fatigue or like stomach pain or whatever. And you go home and let's say you have some stomach pain and you have some fatigue and you're like, oh, no big deal. I was warned. This is a potential side effect. True. So if you know that after you give birth, you 
can have all these sorts of feelings and these scary thoughts and these feelings of like, oh my God, like keeping your baby safe and feeling like the baby could be hurt or you could like drop the baby or the baby might not make it through the night and you're like watching right. the baby breathe. Right. Um, feeling really down on yourself, feeling really sad, not necessarily loving the, the part in your life where you, you are right now. Mm-hmm. Being confused about yourself, feeling sad, feeling hopeless. If you're warned and you're like, this True. is something that you could experience and guess what? Like, it's normal. Right. And guess what? It really can happen. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It probably right. will. Right. I mean, I think that no matter who you are, when you go through this experience, it's life-changing. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely life-changing. And I, I like I think we were talking about this, Tina, before we got on the podcast. But, like, you absolutely almost feel like reborn. Like, yeah, you just change. You are reborn. Right. Like, everything just changes. Like, there's so many studies, as you know, in psychology with, like, the mind and, like, the mind reprogrammed. Like, so much changes. So, it's, like, how are you supposed to look at yourself and, like, almost look at yourself the old way that you used to because it doesn't exist anymore and I think that's part of the mind fuck like for me with my postpartum depression it was like of course I didn't realize I was in postpartum depression until like I was in it but for me I just remember looking at like myself in the mirror every day and going like what the fuck Mm -hmm. like who are you like I'm obsessed with my daughter and I'm like oh my god I like I can't stop staring at you and like crying over you and being like I'm so grateful to have you but I'm looking at me in the mirror and going oh my god like what and like what is it on your face and like why does your body look like that? And mm-hmm. why you look like a hot mess? And like I mean, just like the go, the list yeah, goes on yeah, and on. Yeah. And you just look at yourself and go like, who who am I? Yeah. Who am I? You're stripped, girl. Right. You're straight <laughs> up. Right. Right. On a whole new yeah. level. And that's and that's what it is. Right. You are stripped. Right. Essentially, like yeah, it's funny that this is. I know. Also, your podcast. Well, and you know the reason that the show like the the podcast name stripped is because it plays off. Like, we were my husband and I were on the show on Bravo. Yeah. Stripped. Right. And it's funny because people will say to me like, do you think from going through that show like you you felt prepared at all for motherhood and it's and I'm like it's kind of funny like as dumb as it's it kind of sounds to some people like oh about like you know being naked on television show this and that it is true like you are stripped and we were so vulnerable and I do feel like that was almost like the beginning of all of that changing for me and it yeah. was almost like the first catalyst yeah. of everything mm-hmm. which is wild because vulnerability and doing something that's like so out of your comfort zone is not something that we tend to gravitate toward. Oh no, you run the opposite way. The opposite yeah, way. Totally. And when you have a baby, mm-hmm. that's exactly where you are. You're incredibly vulnerable. You're super uncomfortable. You don't know what's about to happen. There's a lot of unknowns, which is really scary, as we talked about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. And you're essentially you're stripped right. of of so much of what you're used to. And you become reborn and you build yourself up again. But when you're there and you're built up, you're you possess this like strength that you didn't have before. Oh, it's so true. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you do, and you find yourself. a strength in yourself and you're like, Oh, whoa, that I didn't know this was there before. Right. And I love that you said too, like how like when you would go in and get like a drug or whatever it may be, whatever the doctor's office and they give you like a pamphlet of the list of the side effects. Like I love that you said that because it's true. It's like really as mothers to be, we don't really get like a pamphlet hand. It's like think about it, you whether you do an OBGYN, a mid- wife at least does a little bit better job of that and kind of walks you through more of that which is why I think a lot of women air to that and I know I did with Amelia but even so you're still not necessarily like sat down and said so these are the things that really could happen after you have the baby yeah and these are the things that really are considered quote-unquote like normal to happen and I think that like if that was said to me and like others I know Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be such a mindfuck and it wouldn't be such a like 
oh my God, wait, what's going to happen? You're just like, oh, oh really? Oh, okay. And it, it's just like that it clicks for you that like that could be something versus just being like, like I remember when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression, I was like, I can't be depressed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm obsessed with, with my baby and mm-hmm. like I love being a new mom and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, but it's not necessarily about that. There are so many levels or everything. And for you, it's like what's going on with you. And I was yeah. just like, what? And I still didn't get it. Like yeah. it took me a while to even get that I was in it. Right. Yeah. And and that's so true because people are not educated on like what that even means. Right. And they think like, like they all, it's almost like, oh, po- I'm not going to have postpartum. I'm like, we're all postpartum. Right. right. <laughs> this is the next stage. Yeah. yeah. We're all Pregnancy, yeah. then postpartum. Right. Yeah. Totally. And, and that's, that's what this is for. Like, imagine if you had somebody that when you were like eight and a half months pregnant that you sat down and you're like, okay, listen, like you might feel like this and like this and like that. You might be obsessed with your baby. You might not be obsessed with your baby. Both are okay. Right. It's going to change. It's right. going to shift. It's going right. to grow. You're going to have a lot of physical changes that you're going to look at yourself and you're going to be like, what the hell just happened to my body? <laughs> you're like, what is this? What is the skin? Like what? This wasn't there before. Is it going to go away? Oh right. my God. Oh my God. Like what is this horrible scar on my yeah, body? Yeah, exactly. totally. And the sleepless nights, which obviously don't help. Oh, no, not at all. No, I remember Justin and I also, during the sleepless nights, turning to each other in bed and being like, I feel like I went to war. Like, no disrespect, I've never been to war. But it was just like, we both looked at each other and we're like, what is this? Like, we can't get out of this funk. Like, what is this? And it was so trippy for those first months of just being in that. And it's true. And it's like, of course, that messes with your mind, too. Because then you can't even get a clear head to think about, like, oh, what could be going on? You're just in this funk of just, like, whirling shit. And you're like, uh. (laughs) Exactly. Right. But if, like, you know that, like, okay, this is what everybody goes through. Like, this is totally okay and this is totally normal. You're not going to get stuck in your head about it. You're going to be like, this is crazy, but this is temporary. But this is is temporary and, like, this is what most people go through because this is you had a new baby. Right, right, right. I'm not alone. Yeah, which is a huge part. Huge. Yeah. It's, like, everybody goes through it. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes through the transition. Everybody goes through the emotions on different levels. And we all think we're alone in it. So true. Yeah. We, like, sit there, like... You know, I even remember and like I have so many of my clients and like friends and you could probably relate to this too. Like you're home like those first like couple nights and you're up in the middle of the night and like if you're trying to breastfeed and figure that out or whatever. That's a whole other shit show. (laughs) A whole other shit show. And it's like Saturday night and you're thinking like just one week ago I was like getting home from like a date with my husband or like my friends are doing X, Y, and Z and they're so happy right now. And you're like mourning the loss of yes. your old self. And that's what I named my first episode of my show, Mourning the Death of Me, because that's exactly how I felt. And I remember saying that out loud mm. and I felt crazy, Jane. I felt like, oh my God, I can't even effing believe mm. I'm saying these words out loud. And I turned to my husband and I said to Justin, I said, I feel like I'm mourning the death of me. And he just like whipped his head around at mm. me like, whoa, like what's going on? Yeah. And to me, I just kind of felt like I was just kind of like saying like, go get me a glass of wine. Be like, couldn't yeah, even believe yeah, yeah. I was saying it, but it was like needed to be said and it was like holding on to me. But that was exactly how I felt. And then it just kind of snowballed and continued into like, oh my God, I really don't feel like Allie. And I really, I really don't feel like who I am. And I don't know how to be Allie. And I don't know how to function as Allie anymore. And now, now my new title is just, mom and like being a mother is the most rewarding thing in the world and it's great but it's like you don't have to lose who you are and I did yeah and you know what like that's that's the big shift Mm -hmm. 
because you don't have to lose who you are and you really don't lose who you are. No, you now I feel like like how you were saying before, I feel more empowered than ever. And I found this strength and I found the light at the end of the tunnel. And like, that's what this podcast was born out of. It's what, you know, being the Hey Mama community and having all these amazing moms I've connected with Mm -hmm. and found friends and all this, you know, actual community of like sharing realness and all these things. And I feel grateful that I've actually been through all this now because I feel like in such a much better place. And I'm like, wow, I'm so much happier Mm -hmm. and more content in my life. But before that, before I got to this, I would have never believed you if you had told me that. I was just in a dark hole and I felt like this will never fucking end. And what did I do? And where did my life go? Yeah. With you. I'm with you. We're all with you. Right. And it's it's growing pains. Mm -hmm. And you're more yourself now than you probably ever have been in your whole life. I know. And I've heard that from family and friends, which is pretty interesting because you feel like you know who you are, right? And we all go through changes in life and this and that. And obviously me being, you know, in the Hollywood world, I went through some changes and whatever. But It's crazy when when you're saying that because it resonates so much mm-hmm. because I had have had people say to me like I love you always but I love this version of mm-hmm. you the most and I'm just like what because it's just like you on like a whole other it's like who you always wanted to be mm-hmm. in a way like mm-hmm. you become that person mm-hmm. but the transition and the growth into that is so hard it's hard <laughs> but that's but that's where the transformations always happen when you're forced out of your comfort zone and you're forced to do things that are really uncomfortable and you can't run away from them and you push through and you come out on the other side reborn but like this incredible much more like grounded version of yourself Mm -hmm. so you realize you didn't lose the old alley you're just old alley plus (laughs) you know 2.0 2.0 i'll take it and and that's what we all become really but we get so stuck in kind of those initial thoughts and feelings that we go backwards. Oh, yeah. And it, and it takes you into such a tailspin. And women, we can be so mean to ourselves. Oh, horrible. We always ourselves. think we're failing as moms. Like we can pat ourselves on the back for a job well done when it comes to work. And I will also say that like I've also developed like a bunch of risk factors and like women what I've found is that women who are at a higher risk of developing any postpartum mood disorders are women who are really satisfied with their careers, are like strong women who like to be in control. Check, check. <laughs> you know, who, who are like go-getters, who are not like stay at home and aren't used to that kind of life, are always like kind of doing things and on the go. Exactly. I mean, me too. Yeah. I'm yeah. raising I, my hand. Yeah. Hi. She's <laughs> raising her hand. Yes. Um, and, and that's those are the women that are at higher higher risk because everything changes. You weren't looking for a purpose, right? You kind of had when you, you had your purpose. You already had your purpose. Mm-hmm. You thought you had your purpose. Correct. Always. Right. Well, you right exactly. What you thought you knew was what you wanted was that that's what you were used to in front of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when all of that changes and you have to stay home, and you're doing the same thing over and over again, and your idea of productivity becomes like keeping baby alive mm-hmm. and like taking care of the baby and not taking care of yourself. Oh, of course not. Cause you're, you come last. Right. Which is like the Does, worst thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and that's, and that's why you fall into that because you feel like you've lost yourself completely because this is not how you've ever identified. Right. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so you learn in the process, you can be both. And you can do both amazingly. And the more you kind of step into the role of like, you know what, I'm going to put this kid in the carrier and I'm going to go like hike or I'm going to go like do work on the computer or I'm going to cook or I'm going to whatever you need to do. 
and you start like incorporating both parts of your life together, that's when the magic like really starts to happen. And so I try to come in and, or my, a Bloom associate tries to come in and basically helps you kind of plan for that. So you know that you're going to, it's going to be a hot mess in the beginning. <laughs> you're going to be a hot mess. You're going to be like, well, like, yeah, hot mess express is right. I woke up like this, I'm not posting. Right. Totally. Straight up. I'm using a million filters. Black and white. Right. Pretty much. And, and you know, but like, you know, it's, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be temporary. And then you're going to, it's going to change. And like that's parenthood in general. Yeah. Like just when you think you like Amen. got it figured out, you're like, next they thing. Grow, yep. Yeah. And then you grow. Right. And they become our greatest and biggest and most challenging and amazing teachers. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I always tell my husband. I feel like Amelia has been teaching me since day one. Since like literally the birth, like yeah, day one exactly. to now. And I'm, I, it's wild how much I've learned from her. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Can only imagine how much this little one's gonna yeah. teach me. Well, this little one, like speaking about where you are, so you're having your second kid. Mm-hmm. So you want to know about what? Yes, please. What to expect with number two? <laughs> Break it all down. Tell us. So with number one, like we talked about, all of this newness. Yeah. Right. right? It's brand new. It's Everything's spanking new. Everything is new. You're like freaked out about like taking care of this newborn. Totally. And with number two, you're like, okay, I'm not so concerned about like the newborn stuff mm-hmm. so much because I've I've done that. It's not new anymore. Right. I don't feel like 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 with this, I don't feel like I'm constantly planning. Like right now, I was making sure the mer- nursery was almost done, and I was in like panic mode with my mom. I can make sure this detail and this that has to be done. And blah blah blah. I'm paint and, blah, blah, blah. and like all the like details of like a newborn coming into your home and that transition. I don't feel like I'm necessarily like in that planning mode. I feel like I'm more like. Because I am aware and because I did go through postpartum depression, I'm way more aware of like, okay, how am I, like we were talking about before, how am I going to find more help? How am I going to work on more self-care? How am I going to also, you know, work on my body and get myself in the best position like for this birth? Mm -hmm. How, you know, how am I going to work on my mind as much Mm -hmm. as I can so that I'm in a better place? And I feel like that's the planning I'm doing right now and journaling and all that versus like, oh, I need to get this. And of course I'm adding little things in like, oh, you know, maybe we'll get a new, you know, um, changing area. Maybe we'll get new this, whatever. And like little things, but, yeah. I, but I don't feel like I have all these massive right. items and things to check off. And because first of all, you know what a newborn needs now, which totally. is like 8,500 like right. onesies. Totally. Like diapers. And not as many products as you thought yeah. you needed. Right. And like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, really. Totally. Like, and right. like and yeah. a boob or a bottle. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. it. Like they'll be fine. Right. True. But it's you. Yes, right. Like right. you need to take care of you mm-hmm. in order to be able to be the best mom that you mm-hmm. can be, mm-hmm. which we shouldn't put ourselves last, but we have this tendency. So again, that's a whole other. Yes. I'll have you back for that. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, but with number two, I, f- I find the biggest difference is all that stuff you're not worried about, but now you have connected with your first so much. Yeah. Right? You love her. You guys are super connected. Mm-hmm. She's your world. Like you've learned so much from her, but then you have another baby and A, a lot of moms expect to feel an instant connection or feel about their second mm-hmm. as they already I've do. Read, I've read about this, yes. Uh-huh. And it's not really possible. You can't feel about your second like you already do about your first. How old is Amelia? Amelia will be 22 months old on February 3rd. So you've known her for almost two years. It's crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. So your love that you initially had for her has changed and grown so much for the past two years that to, to expect to put that on like this brand new person that you're about to meet for the first time is like not really realistic. And yet we expect this like intense, immediate love right away. 
which again, sometimes the connection is there mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not. And both are totally okay and totally normal and it will grow and it will shift and you will get there and you won't be able to imagine your life without them, right? And that's so wild to think. Because so it's like, wild. And it's like, um, you know, Amelia is very aware of like, you know, the baby growing because she'll constantly wear my belly and it's like so sweet and like grab my belly and kiss my belly and hi baby, night night baby. Like it's, it's so sweet. Like I feel like they already have this crazy bond, yeah. which I think makes me feel like, you know, I like no matter what I experience, like that bond with mm-hmm. them is going to help strengthen like my love and like my opening of, you know, having two girls to love. But it's interesting you say that because I've had a lot of friends tell me that they were so confused when the second one came because they didn't have that same like, oh my God, massively in love moment. And they felt like bad parents. Yeah. And they felt like, why would I feel that way when like the first one I was like insanely mm-hmm. obsessed. Mm-hmm. And then I have friends of mine who have told me like, oh my gosh, the second came and it almost was like I forgot how much I loved having a newborn. And of course, I still love my toddler, but like because the brand new baby in front of me, I'm like so obsessed with like the brand new baby feel and smell and this and that. And then they feel like they're neglecting their toddler. So it's like so crazy how everyone obviously has different experiences with it. But to go along with that, that Mm -hmm. was my next kind of like thing that Mm -hmm. I was going into, which some stop you're leading into that. Okay. Like reading my mind. (laughs) Um, But... That's the thing, like, so you, so the other part of it is if you have, like, a toddler at home, you're now concerned about, like, keeping this baby safe, Um, and you're like, oh, my God, now I have this, like, new baby, and I know what to do, but I need to, like, I don't know how comfortable I feel with, like, them being together so much, like, you know, I have to protect them, because... 22 months is still, she's still a baby. she's still a baby, yeah, right. She's just not newborn, yeah. And you're... The biggest, so I'll say the biggest challenge and the biggest goal of having your next kid is finding balance. <laughs> I don't use the word balance anymore, Dr. Jade. I use the word harmony. Yes. Well, <laughs> balance gives me anxiety. Yeah. Well, balance is, first of all, <laughs> yes, thank you for that. So balance is not real, right? In the sense, okay. because like balance, like finding like this balance means like it's the end and you found yes. it and you're done. Right, exactly. So, right, and it trips me out. <laughs> right. Cuz it's not it's not it's not real because right. you're not, like well, especially in motherhood it's not. Yeah. Real. It's, yeah. And right. again, like always shifts and changes. Tipped. Yeah, exactly. But the goal is like to be able to find a um, a pattern where you're able to kind of like care for both of your kids differently, separately and together. Okay. And and I think I find a lot of moms that feel like I'm neglecting my first and like I even me like I remember when I had my second I was like am I even like his mom anymore like does he even know me because my first was like super relaxed like he was like the poop pee sleep swaddle like right baby Uh Uh and my second was like very needy still like there's the very interesting personalities all my kids are so different but she was always needed to be on me and with me and crying and like just I need I need I need I need I need which took me away from right. my first who mm-hmm. was two and he was he had already started preschool and like my husband was making lunch boxes and that was my job Aww. and I was like you know is all these feelings of like you're taking me away from my baby mm-hmm. and yet I still like am connected with you too and I want to protect you and like take care of you but I also like. Right, I'm watching my other baby. Yeah, right. Like almost like grow without me. And then also when you have when you have your second kid, somehow your first kid looks so old suddenly. Everyone says that because it's so funny because everyone will say to me like, "Oh my god, Amelia's so grown," and I do like see that she obviously has grown and she has lost most of her baby look. But I still look at her and still see. I swear, like in her face, like 
baby features. Yeah. I still do. Yeah. And it's so crazy to think that like once this little girl is here, like that that could change because they are so little and newborn in yeah. front of you. She, so she's not actually going to change, but the way you perceive her mm-hmm. will be big sister, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what we talked about before we actually hopped on the podcast with like when we have pets. Right. Yeah. They're the first babies. They're the first yeah, babies. Yeah, they're your fur babies, yes. And before you actually become parents, like they're your babies. Yeah, like, right. Like, you take care of them. That yeah. mom, that, that's my baby. Right, totally. And after you have a kid, they're still your babies and you're still going to take care of them, but you somehow also realize that they're dogs. Or that they're cats, or that right, they're right, they're an animal, right? You're like, yeah. whoa, like yeah, say, like, right, it is. It's like so trippy. You're like, oh my god, I took you everywhere. Now, yeah. like, I don't even take you anywhere because I can't because I got this baby and that baby, exactly. and right, yeah. And so it's all a transition. Mm-hmm. And so I think what again, like, when we're getting ready to have our second baby, we're like, oh, I'm not so concerned about like X, Y, and Z. And then you don't think about like what else there could be. So it sounds like you've done a lot of like talking to people and research mm-hmm. to kind of prepare because you yes. don't want to be unprepared. Yes. And I, and I want to, I'm aware that obviously I could go through it again because I was, did, you know, was, did have postpartum depression with Amelia. But my hope is, is that if I work on everything I can for myself and plan and try to prevent as much as possible and just be aware of everything versus kind of walking into this like unknown cloud, right. I'll hopefully be in a better place. You will be. Thank you. You will be. And the biggest thing is like the the knowledge and the connection with yourself and being kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Working giving on yourself, it. <laughs> giving yourself that grace and that space to feel like all of your feelings and knowing that the struggle is temporary. Yes. And the hardest parts, like the newborn, like the sleepless nights, like it's temporary, mm-hmm. like you know, and it actually goes by quickly and you, and you miss it, which is weird. I know, which is weird. I know you're like, oh, I kind of miss, like, I know Justin will do that. He'll be like, remember when I used to go in there and like we did like the whole like, you know, sleep training and, mm-hmm. you know, baby whisper book. So like he would, I would pump, he would go in, he would feed her. That was their bonding time. He's like, remember when I used to go in there yeah. and I'd have to like lay there with her and feed her the bottle? Like I miss cu- yeah. cuddle time. Like now she just lays down, doesn't need me. And I'm like, I know it's so weird. It's uh, parenthood yeah. is just so weird it in is. general. It totally is. It's so weird. It's They're such like, an emotional mind. They drive you crazy and right. they're like, oh my God, I can't wait for bedtime. And then right. like, they go to bed and, and you're, you're like, like, oh my oh. God, they're so cute. Yeah, and you're like looking at them on like, the <laughs> monitor and you're like, look at how cute they sleep. Yeah. Look at them. They look like a little person. Yeah, yeah it's totally fucked and up. Before that, you're like, go to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need a break. Yeah. Right. I know. I tell my mom all the time, like, I'm like, I bow down to you now. Like, I had no idea, mm-hmm. like, what you went through with the three of us. Like, what it was, like, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy until you're in it. Mm-hmm. And then you experience it and you're like, holy crap. I can't even imagine my life not this way. Yeah, Like, exactly. it's wild. And it's so good that you're saying that because, like, when you first have the baby, it's yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did we do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was that, literally that what we said literally to each like, other. what the fuck moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did I just do? We had a lot of this what the fuck moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what just happened to me? Right. What did I just do? Like, did I make a bad choice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People think that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, did I make a bad? And then again, when you have these thoughts, like I can sit here, we could talk about it, and like we're on like on the other side, right? Right. right. You're on a whole other side, yes. getting ready for a whole yeah. new adventure. But in the moment, even having that thought, you're like, whoa! I oh, just it, had that thought, and I'm it, it feels like, mom. and it feels paralyzing. Paralyzing. Yeah. You panic. Mm-hmm. Why am I not like I'm supposed to be loving? It's supposed to be the best time of my life. I should be so happy. Why am I not happy? What's wrong with me? I'm already failing and I just started. That's exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. You and so many other women. Right. And I think that's so important to say because so many other women don't think that that's true. 
Yeah. You know, they don't think that someone else feels that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, they do. And actually so many do. And so with Bloom, like whether it be you or an associate that goes and like sits and does this, how, like how long, like do you guys usually like to do, I guess, I guess a session for how, I guess, um, how many like times does it happen? Like yeah. how does it all play out? Like yeah. if someone wanted to go to, you know, Bloom and, you know, ask either for Dr. Jane Schmomoff or an associate, mm-hmm. like how does this all work and how does this all play out? Yeah. So we kind of, it depends on where you are in mm-hmm. your life. So mm-hmm. yes, I would say ideally I want to meet you when you're pregnant. But that's not always how it plays out. Right. This is not an ideal world. And right. Like, yeah. Like as much as we could talk about it, like everybody's in different phases. Right. And so, like you said earlier in the show, like not everybody also is aware that they need it. Like even right. me, like after I had Amelia and everything I was going through, I wasn't aware I needed any of that, any of that until yeah. it was almost like, I want to say too late, but I was like super dark and deep. You were in there. I was in it. He was deep yeah. in it. Yeah. You, you, you was deep in yeah, it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. But it's true. Yeah. Like I was, I was in a very deep hole. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it yeah. until I like I was almost was forced to get help. Right. Yeah. And we don't want we don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to go there. Right. Well, like you and, said, you're about prevention. Exactly. And and I want to be clear that like bloom is not therapy. You're not like, oh, I'm I'm s i am i just had a baby, I'm so messed up that I need to be in therapy. Not what it's about. Mm-hmm. We're about like supporting you and getting you ready so that you can actually enjoy postpartum like you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself, knowing what to expect knowing that it's temporary and having somebody with you like on this ride to help remind you and help answer those questions and help normalize for you. Like, wait, I just had this thought, like, is that normal? Is that okay? Yes. You right. know? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, and if something is like a little extra, then yeah, like you go me. through that. Oh, should I drive off the 405 today? Mm, not probably the best thought. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, as as much as like you say that, so many women do think that. Right. Oh, I know. And and I and I that made me feel better once I like did get help and everything and talked that through. But like, you know, like you saying that, it's like it's like, yeah, that was a little bit of an extra thought. Yeah. Even though like in my mind it made sense for where I was and how I was feeling. It was something that obviously was not something I should have been thinking. That's how hopeless you felt. Yes. Because we feel that it's forever. Yes. That's the big thing. Yes, you do. You don't feel like it's temporary and you don't feel like it's this like short thing. You feel like it's never going to go away. This is my new quote unquote normal. This This is is my my new life now. Correct. And it's it's not. Right. Like it's a shift. Mm -hmm. It's a transition and it's hard and Mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be okay. And so... Again, if we catch you prime time, like at the end of your pregnancy, we sit down, we have a 50 minute session where we call it a prevention session or what to expect. And we, we write down like all the things that you could expect postpartum. We do that kind of like potential kind of like side a, effect situation. Right. Right. And kind of almost like a, sounds like a little bit of like a journaling kind yeah. of to lay it all out there. Like what's going to happen if like, this is normal. Like you might feel this, you might feel that. Like, what are your questions? Like, let's talk about your body. You know what I mean? So, and every everybody's going to have a different kind of yeah, experience. Right. But the goal is when you do enter into your postpartum period that you're like, oh, I know. Like I was expecting this. Right. Like this is okay. I saw this literally written down yeah. for me in black and exactly. white. Like this, this somewhat clicks yeah. because we discussed it. Like, oh, this is normal. Mm-hmm. So then that would be like the first session. Then we have a series of like 15-ish minute check-ins. Okay. Where we say like, okay, you had the baby. Mm-hmm. How you doing? What's working? What's not working? What's coming up for you? Like, you know what I mean? Kind of like checking in. Mm-hmm. And then we create a plan for like that next week. 
and see like, okay, this is, you know what I mean? We kind of tailor it to you Mm -hmm. and we do that. It's very customized. Very customized. And we do that for a few weeks until we're feeling like, you know what? Like you got this. Like you're, you're right. You're You're good. good. We're, we're setting you up and you're good. It's about building that foundation. And if deeper things arise, because that's another thing that happens is like when you are in that really vulnerable place, a lot of other stuff can come up from like your childhood. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because you're there, you're opening everything Mm -hmm. up. You're so open. Mm -hmm. You're so open. You are. Yes. And so if that stuff happens, then we can talk about going into the more kind of traditional approach after we've built the foundation. Mm. But Bloom's approach is to really help you solidify and build that foundation. Right, and the prevention that you can do. So then you're preventing these postpartum mood disorders from occurring. And if stuff comes up that we need to continue to process, we can go into that. If you're in zero to three months postpartum, that's a different kind of plan that we have where it's the fourth trimester. Right. And we we kind of go into, so at that point, you've probably already started to have some thoughts. You've mm-hmm. started to have some feelings. You're, you're yeah, you're aware that life has massively changed. Yes, and you're already having concerns. Maybe you didn't know what to expect, right? Because we didn't have that yeah. initial session. Right. And so that's where we go. That's a lot of like normalizing, a lot of kind of explaining that like, no, 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 like this is okay. Yeah. Like everybody mm-hmm. goes through this on some level mm-hmm. like you're normal yeah you're still this, good this you're is, doing yeah. your best yeah you're doing your best this is this is this is what this is right now this is what it's supposed yeah. to be yeah and and finding and showing that light at the end of the tunnel this is not this is temporary mm-hmm. that zero to three months is like really like reminding you this is temporary mm-hmm. and that zero to three months for moms listening like that our moms to be it goes so fast like it, it i remember feeling in that such dark hole because my postpartum depression hit about like they think around like two and a half months and didn't really know until I was in about three months. But I just remember even that window of zero to three months flying. It like, feel it goes by so quickly and it feels so so slow. slow. Yes, it does. It feels like every day takes forever to get mm-hmm. from like six a.m. to six p.m. and watching the sun go down. Like it feels like it just takes forever. Exactly. But then when you look back, you're like, oh my god, it was like a blink. Yeah. It was so fast. I actually feel like that was probably the fastest part mm-hmm. of like me coming into motherhood. Yeah. Like everything else kind of like, I don't know, had like its own little transitions, but like that mm-hmm. was the slowest. But if and I had fastest. talked to you right. in zero to three months, you would have been like, oh my God, this is forever. Yeah, this, this is, is never so ending. Slow. Yeah. And then also something about the sun. I was going to say, it's the slowest but the yeah, fastest. exactly. Yeah. And something about like the sun setting was mm-hmm. also really tough. Oh yes, and I the sun cried every time I would see the sunset. The sun yeah. would set mm-hmm. and you would get, you would like be connected with like this dark mm-hmm. and and all those feelings yeah. and thoughts. It's like something, that's the other thing. I had this mantra that I, I share that the sun will come up tomorrow. Mm. Like the sun, the sun will rise and the next day will be there mm-hmm. and you can, you can, you can do it again. Right. And somehow when you wake up in the morning and the sun rises, you suddenly just have a little bit more of like a push to feel like okay like i'm gonna try again well and yeah you do and you have a little like more of a reset like you just yeah. like you said you connect and you're like it's light it's bright mm-hmm. it's just normal i think as humans when you see that oh it's a beautiful day let's go for a walk when it's dark you're just like oh god you're dark okay i'm dark you get yeah, dark exactly yeah. right and then if we meet you three months plus mm-hmm. that's when it, it becomes a little bit more traditional where okay. we have more lengthy sessions mm-hmm. because when you're three months plus and you're reaching out that usually means that like you've already kind of dug that hole that seed right. has, has has sprouted. Yeah, and that now was we have me. to kind of yeah. do like mm-hmm. some some harder work. But it's you know there's still, still doable, light. It's but still it's doable. yeah, it's, still it's just okay. a different it's a different type of session with you, yeah. and a different type of just more to coaching process. and okay, more to process, more to accept, mm-hmm. more to 
give yourself space and grace for and mm-hmm. and go from there. Right. Yeah. Well, and will you also share, like, obviously, like, you know, Bloom is your business, but will you just share with us, like, a little bit of, like, your your background of, like, like why kind of this was created? Like, obviously, you as a mama obviously felt it was very necessary yeah. because of your own experiences, yeah. but also, like, your actual background as being a doctor. Sure. So I have my doctorate in clinical psychology. Mm-hmm. I actually spent a lot of my career working in addiction. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I lo- love that population. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of work in addiction treatment centers. I opened up. Um, outpatient center. Oh, that's amazing. With adolescents, young adults, and mm-hmm. I love. I still like love that population. Yeah. But as I had more and more kids, of course, I was just like life changes. Life life changes, but also I'm like I was realizing like in the addiction world, there's so many treatment centers. There's so much help already there, and I kept feeling like there's this huge gap. Like where does everybody go when you have the baby? Right home. Yeah, like my job is done, and that's right. what I'm saying. The, the midwife and the doula. OB-GYN, mm-hmm. doula, and all those people. Their job is to get you to have successfully have a baby, give birth, and right. go home. Their right. job is done. Right. And then you're well, That's why now postpartum doulas are becoming a thing. Right. Which I think is amazing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they they go on, mm-hmm. and your the, your OBGYN is like, I'll see you in six weeks. So Literally. You have your C-section. Right. Maybe a little bit sooner. Right. But still, even right. like and two then, weeks. And, and 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 then after that, it's like you don't see them at all. Right. Like when I was going to first depression, I called mine. Like it was like, you know, he kind of talked to me on the phone like once or twice and checked in on me. And then, of course, wanted to prescribe me drugs that I didn't want. And this and that, you know, it's a more holistic approach. And yeah. he was just – and I was just like – I couldn't believe that there was like really no – connection after and like we had a good relationship but it was just like that's just how it is like you said there's such a disconnect and then it was like my midwife who stepped back in who was like let me find you some help let me find you some people let me get deeper in this with you you know and she could see I was drowning so she kind of jumped in even though she didn't say have to because she was also done but she wanted to do right by me and I agree with you there is such a disconnect and there is such a where do you go after Exactly. Yeah, and like right. even when you're at the hospital and you have like all the nurses, you can like mm-hmm. push the button. Yeah, right. You're like, excuse me. Yeah. Um, baby's <laughs> right. crying. Yeah, something's happening. Yeah. Right. Can you help me? Yeah. Help yeah. me latch. I'm yeah. struggling. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. What's going on here? And yeah. And you have a reassurance. Exactly. At home, you're just, just by like yourself. You it's just and you. your partner. Yeah. Or just you because your partner is at work and you're yeah. just like, here I am and by myself. You can't push a button. Right. No. You don't know who to call. Yeah. And so the other thing is we 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 want to connect with you. We like. Ideally, I want to meet you even in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I I wish I was like doing rounds at the hospital <laughs> to be like, here's my card, here's my card, here's my card, so that when you do go home, right, you remember like that that chick that or you know that right. was in there like that cute chick with the headband yeah. when was in there was like, hey, just how it goes. I know, I love it. Um, that we were like, oh, I have a resource. Mm-hmm. I have right. a resource. Yeah. Wow. I have I have a toolbox I can go through and this is one of my resources. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that and I think that's amazing. And I know in real mom life we have to wrap this up in a few here, but is there anything else that you'd want to share about Bloom or just any, you know, gem you'd want to leave my audience with as a mama of three and, you know, the woman who created, you know, this company and everything you're doing, you know, for us to know. And you obviously are going to have to come back on and talk further into self-care and like even maybe more so like when I'm in third trimester, yeah. like what would we be talking about, you know, prevention wise, but anything else you want to leave us with today? Just, I want moms to know that again, like the struggle is temporary. You're going to be Okay. And to just give yourself that like grace to feel your feelings, mm-hmm. you know, if you allow yourself to have the bad thoughts and the scary thoughts and not judge yourself for them, it can take you so far because then you're not stewing. Stewing mm. is the worst thing you can do. Okay. Stewing is when you dig. You imagine every time you stew, it's like you're like digging with a shovel. 
Okay. And we don't want to dig. No, definitely not. We want to like let it pass. Right. Be like, oh. I love that. Interesting thought. Yes. I love that. Well, and I, I, I try to ask this on my show. I don't do it every, every time, but I feel like with you, it'd be a good question. I, I try to ask the question of mamas of, you know, right now where you are like in, in your life and in motherhood and everything, what is, you know, something that you feel like is your biggest, like, you know, um, I guess I would say pet peeve or low or whatever it may be. And then like, what's your biggest high? Because I love, I love to hear that from all of our moms and see where they are in their perspectives. And it doesn't have to just be related to motherhood. It could be like you said, related to our own selves. Mm-hmm. But like, what would you, what would you say? My biggest low, my biggest high. Yeah. Or it can be a pet peeve yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, my house is a jungle right now. I oh, have yeah. an eight year old, a five year old and a two year old. You're a super mama. I mean, I'm a mama just trying <laughs> to like keep it together and do the best that I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I hear that term often. We we and we're all super mamas. Yeah, we are all. Super yeah, but mamas to me, sure. I agree. We are all super mamas. But to me, and why I say that is because when I hear a mom who's got like you know who's working no matter whatever which way they're working you know in their lives and they've got like multiple kids going on in their house in the jungle and everything else and those children are thri- not just living but thriving and everything's going on. I'm like. You are a super mama. Yeah. Like you, 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 you earn that. <laughs> Thank you. I hope they're. I hope they're thriving. I'm trying. I'm trying. But I think that, so. My I think my biggest low is like I didn't expect for my kids to be so out like out of control. Meaning like out of my control. Mm-hmm. That I'm like sit down and they like they don't sit down and you know what I mean like yeah. helping with different things. So I think that's been my biggest kind of um, difficulty in just like accepting the chaos. And, oh yeah, and I've been being, learning how to accept chaos. Yeah, and being okay with like letting them figure it out, letting them figure out their arguments because we talk, we're talking about newborns a lot, but then they grow up and they become like real people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> little like, humans. Like that talk back, <laughs> right? And, like, so, yeah, do all this stuff. So kind of navigating that world. Um, and my biggest high is just honestly like being so grateful for the life that I have and seeing my kids growing. And thriving and, you know, so I guess they are thriving. Yeah. And knowing that, like, I'm playing a huge role in kind of their development and I'm doing my best. Yeah. That, and that's beautiful. And I love that. And I think it's great that you shared that. And I, I, I echo the same in the sense of my low. It's like with Amelia becoming almost two and being a real toddler, like she's starting to not like do everything mm-hmm. I say, or she's really testing boundaries. And I have to like reel it in and like look at myself and be like, she doesn't know she's learning and don't get so upset and don't like internalize it so much and just show her and like let her figure it out. And then move on and some days it's easier to do that than others but it's like i feel constantly challenged in these last like month or so with all that going on so i definitely echo you in a a different sense of course in the fact that it's more of that toddler mode and getting into a new transition of who she Mm -hmm. is and learning who she is and like her figuring out who amelia is and Mm -hmm. like testing that and everything and then definitely like hi same thing very grateful for just being able to, you know, be her mom and now expecting, you know, our next baby girl and just already the bond I can see that's like happening and forming mm-hmm. in front of me is just amazing. And just feeling so blessed to be able to learn from, like you said, like our little teachers, you know, that are, you know, our children and get to be in this space and also like connect with you and just amazing mom community that I never knew I wanted to be a part of that now I also honestly feel like I could never live without. Like yeah, I, I meet all these moms and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so grateful and so mm-hmm. thankful I have all these moms in my tribe and they're part of it, you know? Yeah. So I just think that's like so amazing. Well, go ahead and tell us where we can find you, plug your social, all that good stuff. Pimp, pimp yourself out, super mama. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so if you guys want to find me, um, you can check out the Bloom Instagram. It's at Moms in Bloom with an E. Love that. Um, Facebook is the same. And then if you want to check us out, we're actually redoing the website. So maybe maybe it's going to be done by the time this airs. Sweet. Um, but it's Let's Bloom also with an E. Love com. that. Awesome. So check us out. I really, you know, I'm excited and I, I want yeah. And if you and if you want to, you know, actually hire, you know, Dr. You know, Jane Shumoff or one of her associates, like reach out through those. Pat, you know those yeah. places as well to be able to find out information i'm sure you could also give yeah. them like a consultation of like what it is and everything yeah they could just reach out to bloom to find out more info i'll even give you guys my email if Perfect. you guys want to email me directly it's dr jane at let's bloom.com i love that and i love by the way that it's let's bloom because it's like it's basically saying That's like let's, let's, let's bloom like let's, let's grow bloom. like everything's gonna happen and we're gonna move forward it's gonna be amazing well thank you so much for being on this was such a good amazing episode and i know everyone's gonna really appreciate how much you shared so thank you and i I'm excited to continue working with you on my own postpartum journey. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Till next time. Cheers. Bye.